0: Welcome back to the movement, everybody. Today, I got a very special guest. I got one of my fellow kings here, a young entrepreneur, up-and-comer, like Mike Tyson in the ring right now. <laughs> He's still training to get his world belt by the age of 19, but I want to <laughs> welcome Mo. Thank
1: you, man. Thank you. I'm super happy to be here. And first time pod, eh? Yeah, first time pod. For the reference, by the way, my actual name is Muhammad Ali. So Muhammad Ali reference Get the f- with- out yeah. of here, man. yeah, yeah. yeah. I
0: got to stop cussing a little bit. I just found out my mother- yeah she's been watching my pods Oof. in general waffles don't play games bro so i get home one day <laughs> and i get whacked at the back of the head and i'm like what's that for i'm 32 bro you know <laughs> i thought this ended already
1: right <laughs> you will always be a baby to your mother
0: 100 and i'm the youngest in the family anyways are you yeah okay, yeah okay. i am the baby so yeah. anyways i get home and then bah, what, the, what was that for when you gotta watch your mouth eh what are you talking about? That didn't say nothing. I've been watching your podcast. I'm like, bro, Allah, I thought I got an escape from yeah, here, you know?
1: You actually sold yourself out. <laughs> I can't. I snitched myself out, I'm yeah. telling you, just
0: by cussing and stuff like that, man. Yeah.
1: I got to hold my tongue too then, just yeah. out of respect, you know? No, no,
0: say whatever you want. Bro. I was just having some fun. <laughs> Where are you from?
1: Where do you think, man? Lebanese. Lebanese. You look Lebanese, bro. Yeah, I'm Lebanese. I mean, I'm as le- Lebanese how as Lebanese are you though,
0: man? As Lebanese as it gets, man. up Leb- to, Leb- to the core. It's funny, I always say that, bro. Yeah. I always say I'm so left, bro. Like if you're the same way you can tell a honeycomb, yeah. to see if it's real honey, you put the water in. Bro, if you put my blood in there, you'd see the left flag, bro. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, that, that's, that's a different that's level of right. I that's, was never born there, though. I was born here. Same here, man. Same here. You ever been back?
1: Yeah, last time I went was 2016. Been wanting to go back, but with everything that's going on over there it's just not feasible especially
0: right now, right now i guess no is going to be long. i think they said they're shutting down the airports
1: yeah yeah yeah. no it's it's absolutely crazy man it's, but yeah man i love the country my parents raised me very well and i'm very like a tra- traditional lab values are still stuck around it, man. throughout my whole life here
0: and yeah man that's that shout out to mama and baba Shout out to mom and baba, man, absolutely. raising the kids right. Yeah, absolutely. Man. Absolutely, man. You know what? I'll tell you, I take the good side of it. When I say I'm like a dire hard I take like the good side of the culture. You mm. know? Yeah. And I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people nowadays, I guess whenever you're born in countries like these and stuff like that, I guess, you know, a lot of people I see that they're Lebanese or for their different races, mm-hmm. they don't know how to speak even the language anymore. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. if you can't speak the language, you lose a lot of the authenticity. Yeah. So now how old are you, by the way?
1: I'm, I just turned 22, man. Oh, you're 22? Yeah, turned 22 last week.
0: Holy smokes, I'm a decade older than you, right? Eh? Yeah, 10 That's years. That's crazy. I wish I was 22 again. You know, the dumbest line we said when we were kids is, I can't wait to grow up, right? Eh? Man, I'm feeling it, and I'm only 22. <laughs> 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 so I, I know it, man.
1: Mama and, Mama and Bubba were right when they used to tell me, yo, You don't want to grow up. Yeah,
0: our dream was, I can't wait to be six foot tall and grow a beard. And by then, you're like, I don't want to shave anymore. Yeah. I'm sick of trying to try to find clothes that fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hilarious, man. So tell me about yourself, man. What are you all about? What are you doing nowadays, man?
1: there is i do a couple of things right um the biggest thing that's going on right now is i'm the vice president uh six figure student you had one of my good friends Harun on the podcast yeah yeah yeah
0: mr gary brecca
1: yes yes uh are the, you
0: on that tip too no no really i like gary brecca i won't lie i'm just starting to lose the weight again now but the I thing is
1: it. i don't i don't know enough about it right like me haroon is a very very like he, he's him and his food, it's like a different kind of like if I see him eating ice cream, it's like the end of the world. It's like, whoa, it's,
0: it's commitment, man. Yeah, Sheesh.
1: no, he's super committed. So, me too, but I don't even know much about the guy. I've, I've heard the, his name the first time when I watched the podcast with you and her. Uh, is that legit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
0: I like I like what he says because you know what, you realize in life, you're a lab, bro, right? Mm-hmm. My we actually have a book mm-hmm. that's been passed down generations for generations from great, 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 great grandfathers to now okay like homemade remedies oh yeah yeah. yeah. you yeah, know what yeah. i mean and the crazy part is mm-hmm. those homemade remedies were bang on like yeah. how about i tell you my this is why i don't believe in the pharmaceutical industry my mother yeah this is an old story my mom i think she's 60 some now 61 60 mm-hmm. and uh so when she was younger like maybe in her 20s when they were in lebanon her and my dad i guess she got a third degree burn on her leg or something like that you know so the crazy part was, okay, so she, it's not, whatever, it's hurting her. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's going to leave a massive scar. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what my grandfather does, bro. My grandfather, may rest in peace, is a genius. Remember, mm-hmm. this stuff has been passed down hundreds of years, bro. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, Dwight, 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 my last name, yeah. they're very big on lineage, you know? Yeah, yeah, So anyways, I guess my grandfather, he gets this, I think it was a sunflower seed leaf or something like that, a leaf of some sort. I don't remember okay. what it was. Okay. He makes this weird concoction, my brother. Okay? Okay. Spreads it on the leaf. Like that way you see that like, you know, those movies like fucking uh, Lion King and shit like that. You know what I mean? They put the leaf on the, you know, on the animal whatever. But anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, my, he puts his concoction on and he puts the leaf on my mom's leg. But before he does it, he's telling everybody. Like my uncles hold her down because it's going to be crazy painful. So it's going to go for like 30 seconds. So my mom is ready. Yeah. Puts the thing on her leg and she's like, I swear to God, it felt like my soul was coming out of my body. Oof. For like 30 seconds, the pain was unbearable. It was like hellfire. Yeah, yeah. As soon as it went away after like 30 seconds to a minute, he peels it off, gone. Really? It disappeared. Not even a mark. She didn't feel it. There was not even a mark. So that you hear modern day medicine. That's why I like that Gary Brecka guy, you know? You go ah. to a doctor nowadays, all they tell you is, Oh, what hurts? Okay, perfect. I'm gonna prescribe you a drug. Come man. on, man. There's something out there better than drugs here, you know?
1: No, that's the thing. The Like, the thing, I actually saw a video recently, just I think a couple of days ago about the pharmaceutical industry. And it was this one guy, I don't remember his name, but he was on this popular TV show. Don't remember exactly which one there. But when there's a bunch of pharmaceutical pharmaceutical companies that benefit, and this was specifically tailored to the COVID vaccine, right? When the state... Profits off of an emergency crisis, there has to be something wrong. They were profiting a thousand dollars per second for the uh, Pfizer Pfizer vaccine and Moderna vaccine during COVID-19. So, the pharmaceutical industry, it's uh, I have my own opinions on it. Um,
0: I've always been against them, to be honest. I do.
1: I do think there are much natural, like better and natural ways to heal yourself, and especially me being uh, like a student that graduated psychology as well. I'm very against just prescribing ram- random pills. A hundred percent. You
0: know what? Another thing. My mother, she had uh, stomach cancer years ago. Okay. Okay. Part of the book on remedies, it says to get sour sap leaves and boil them. Mm-hmm. This is like twenty. 20- 12, 13 or something like that, mm-hmm. way before TikTok and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she does it, right? You know, calls a couple of the plugs. You know these hijabi women, bro. They got <laughs> connect, they're got, they connected like Al Pablo, bro, you know? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. she makes a few phone calls to her connection there, you yeah. know what I mean, in the hijab Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah. and then she gets whatever she needs, right? The doctors and everybody's saying the same shit. Go do chemotherapy, radiation. And yeah. very well against that because we've had family that have passed away from cancer and the radio, after you see them from chemotherapy, honestly, they're like, they look like a completely different human being. Yeah, yeah, Literally yeah, yeah. like the walking dead. So my mother's like, there's no way I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. So anyways, we go back into the book of remedies, hundreds of years old. sarsap leaves. Anyways, she starts taking it. Doctors keep telling me, you, need treatment, you need treatment, you need treatment. She's like, I'm treating myself. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, she goes back to the doctor after she does her own treatment or whatever. sarsap leaves and tea and whatever she was doing. yeah, yeah. yeah. Cancer's gone. How's that possible? Uh Uh-huh. That's So it turns out nature has a remedy for most things.
1: That's crazy. So
0: you wanted to administer radiation, literally poison toxin to the body, and Sarasopolis were able to do it. And then later on, as the years came out, TikToks came out, Yeah. and you see the Sarasopolis, I'm like, holy shit, I guess it's more widespread now, you know?
1: Yeah, no, that's the thing too. It's like, man, it's it's a little bit crazy how it's like radiation and the chemotherapy it's such an intensive kind of like therapy for to, to heal someone man and it's not even like the risk to reward ratio it's absolutely insane garbage it's it just doesn't make sense and i i know that the thing is the cancer industry as well it has like lots of money in it
0: big bucks bro they could have cured it a long time ago they don't feel exactly like, like uh, let's be
1: very honest that's uh yeah but who knows? Maybe we're just crazy conspiracy theorists. No,
0: I don't think it's even a conspiracy at all, man. Even even yeah, I old don't. leaders, I think even Gaddafi at some point, mm-hmm. they said they'll create the disease to sell you the cure. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I'm very big on taking care of the body. Yeah, I know yeah. I'm gonna look like a hypocrite. I'm not the thinnest guy in the book right now, bro. But yeah, I had a car accident. I got a hall pass. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I remember you said that, and even for me, I like to take care of my body. But you know, man, I'm all skin and bones. That's okay, man. All it, skin no and worries.
0: bones. Some exactly, batata, bro. You'll get to go aces. mama's food. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Aces. Yeah. So you live at home? Is that what it is? Yeah. Um, so tell me your journey. I want to know about you. Okay. So let's get away from the pharmaceuticals and get the Muhammad Ali. Uh, R. Let's uh let's get P. to
1: it, man. So, I my journey started in my second year of university. There right? we go. Um, prior to that, I started off as a young kid. I always knew I was a little bit different than the rest. Um, like I had a YouTube channel at one point. At one point, I wanted to be a YouTuber, etc. That everybody
0: wanted to be a YouTuber. exactly.
1: But um, I really I, I stuck it out, etc. But then it wasn't. I didn't have the same drive and passion towards it. Why did you stop? Going into it I knew that I needed to get educated, right? Um coming from a traditional background, education is super important. And at one point I, I didn't want to go to university to pursue a YouTube career. That uh, didn't go so well, right? 100%. So, uh what did your mom say to you? It's actually she's like, York, "Are you crazy?" Uh, like, yeah, like basically like, "Are you are you, are you crazy?" And my dad said it said the same thing, uh, but um that told you,
0: you to shut your mouth get your ass up go to school i'll fuck ex- you up right here right now who do you think you are <laughs> <Just someone. laughs> yeah, much, that, Why do you got a sugarcoat? Yeah, we yeah. Know how done. no
1: no exactly and um you know I, I also have this one cousin uh she's like a sister and she talked some sense into me whatever told me a little bit about university and you know it's, it's not like i had the choice like i was gonna go either way it's just a matter of if i was gonna go and like it or not like it
0: yeah you're held that verbal gunpoint by your family exactly
1: yeah, yeah. right and anyways long story short i start university first year I think I went into my university not really knowing what I wanted to do and I just wanted to graduate and get a government job. That do was the do goal. Do you
0: feel like that's like consensus within most students? First year they really don't know what they're doing?
1: Well, at least for me personally, yeah, like I think for students in general, they don't know what they want to do going into their first year unless there's like the specific ones who have a goal like in that they've had a goal that they've they think been they want to do. be doctors since Exactly, like, right? Like, um but for me personally, it's like I didn't really know what I wanted to do and I was going into university with hopes of figuring it out. Reality is the narrative is always the same for most students. It's like go into university, get a degree, and go get a get a government job, it's good benefits, et cetera, pension and uh, work till the age of 65 years old, and then you can enjoy the rest of your days. And at the time that didn't sound so bad. Honestly, going into it blindly, like I that's the only kind of plan I had. And after I had my first year, I met a lot of ambitious students—not specifically within entrepreneurship, but just people that were doing a, like working extremely hard within their jobs, or uh, people that are striving to be doctors, lawyers, engineers, etc. Yeah. Super intensive like programs, and I see them studying, 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 working, and getting absolutely amazing dr- grades. And I, I rethought about it, and I'm like, okay, these people are gonna are striving to make, let's say, half a million dollars a year. And I'm striving to make sixty-five thousand dollars a year, right? Maybe that's what it was at the time, or that's the sure. idea I had, right? So then sixty-five
0: k I... though, a guy that's eighteen, nineteen, that's not pretty damn good.
1: Yeah, but that, at the time I wasn't thinking like I was thinking eventually working up to sixty-five thousand after I get my degree, etc. But anyways, I changed my goal to be a lawyer. I I'm like okay, I'm gonna strive to become a lawyer. Then uh, the year ends, whatever. I, uh, December or November of 2020 hits and I receive an email to sign up for this program. It's like to run your own business, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yo, what's the worst that's going to happen? Let me sign up. Right. I, I sign up. I go through these rounds of interviews, et cetera. Long story short, I get selected to run my first profitable business. Uh, and that was in my second year of university. Nice. It was a window and eaves cleaning company, uh, had a great mentor, et cetera. And. After successfully completing it, that was probably the best decision I had taken in my life. The character development that came with it, uh, the financial
0: upside. I love that you said character development.
1: Man, like, we have a program like this at Six Figure Student. That's what we do, like, and, you know, because when I successfully completed it, I saw the amount of value that the average student can get. Like, it's a night and day difference. So, anyways. Why is it
0: a night and day difference?
1: Because... My, my point, my, what I always tell students, most students and me included were attracted by the money initially. Like, oh my God, like, you know, 20, 25K, 30K in one summer as a student. That's insane. Like I could never do that at a regular job. The thing is the character development that you're going to get, the skills you're going to build, it's going to result you in opportunities that are going to open up that you can't even see right now. Fun, fun fact.
0: Very good point of view. Yes.
1: Let me tell you this. Back when it was uh, 2020, Right, uh, I believe this was December 2020. Prior to starting my business, uh, there was like this networking initiative that everyone was doing, c- connecting with people. Yeah, I decided to connect with this one person, Hamza. I don't know if uh, Harun. Hamza Chamaya,
0: bro, come on, Hamza Chamaya is nah, say, bro.
1: <laughs> definitely not him, but he's a killer. <laughs> he, he had a great fight. But, he
0: killed everybody. Yeah,
1: yo, he's I love that guy. I love, love his fighting style. But Hamza. Yeah, Hamza. He's actually Haroon's brother. Um, he and he's the president and founder of the company, right? I hopped on a 15-minute call asking him for simple advice before starting that business. Fast forward a couple Were you guys m- already friends, by no, the way? First time first time meeting him. I, How did you meet him again? So my I had a friend uh by the name of Abdullah. He actually connected me with Hamza, right? And from there, he's like, yeah, this guy, he has his own business, I ask him for advice. Okay, so us I hooks up with Hamza. Yeah, yeah, okay, Aboudi, yeah. Aboudi is the Jeep, you know? Okay. And I go, I hop, on the, I hop on the call with Hamza, ask him for simple advice about business, et cetera. From there, that was it, 15 minutes.
0: Couple of years down the line. Wow, Is that eye opening for 15 minutes?
1: Yeah, like I, I didn't gain much. How's you bro? I want to worry,
0: I wanna hear you. I want to hear your voice, man. Come on the show. Yeah, I, I want You're but... the mentor of everybody. I want to hear the actual main plug. Yeah, like it was a 15 minute conversation.
1: Told me simple advice, kind of guided me in the right direction, and then I. But like it wasn't that much. Like it was a 15 minute conversation. You can only say so much in 15 minutes, right? Fast forward a couple years down the line. I believe this was June 2022. He was looking for a sales rep. Well, you're
0: really good with dates too, huh?
1: Yeah, I remember. I I remember uh, very (laughs) well. You're one of
0: those. You're a storyteller. You know how to tell good stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So June 2022, um, he posts on his Instagram story that he's looking for a sales representative. After closing down my business in 2021, my goal for 2022 was to increase my sales skills. I wanted to perfect it.
0: Why did you close down that business?
1: Well, it was uh, the kind of the logistics of the program. It's like, it's year to year. Uh, it's a program for students and they have yeah. the option to either close it down or continue running it for an extra year and an extra year and an extra year.
0: How did that work though? Was there like, what was the logistics in terms of operating this business? Um, like the windows, cleaning, gutters. Yeah. So, because so, you're saying you shut it down or they shut it down?
1: No, like it, it's kind of like predetermined before going into it. Like, okay, your season finishes before school starts. Okay or september uh, yeah september basically uh, august 31st or something like that is the last day you use a couple of days to close it down and then you're back to school right so that that was the premise that's the commitment i had made etc okay and then from there if i wanted to and if i if there was enough upside for me i would have done it again uh for a second year right
0: do you sign
1: up yeah like you 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 basically you have to be selected so is
0: this done by the school or is it done by a
1: private company? Private company. Okay. Yeah, 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 it's a it's a private company uh, that that does it. It's not affiliated with the university at all. Okay. Um, but yeah, after my second, year, after completing my my business for the first year, I, I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. I was pretty burnt out. Even though I don't believe in it now, but at the time I thought I was burnt out. And back in the example. top g
0: models nowadays eh? yeah like yeah. it's uh i thought you it was, don't burn out okay
1: no like it, the thing is it's like stoic with When's burning out can, go ahead yeah with burning out it, it, you only burn out if you don't have enough of a reason to pursue like the work that you do every single day that's what i realized but if you have enough of a reason like if somebody comes to you and put, puts a gun to your head saying hey like you gotta sell like five thousand dollars by the end of the week the way you're gonna show up to sell that week versus the way that you're gonna show up if there's no gun to your head is gonna be a little bit different
0: 100 yeah so i like to be under pressure man I exactly love, I, you know what i don't know peace i only know chaos
1: well that's that's you, the life we choose you right? know what
0: i mean until 8 30 9 o'clock at night when i got the ergili in my hand i don't know anything before that i'm like 7 11 man yeah. fucking chaos anyways continue
1: yeah absolutely man no i i totally relate to that too <laughs> so um I lost my
0: train of thought. Ed, I was, you know, you're talking about uh, you don't burn out. You were saying you felt burnout from the first business. Yeah, I felt like I was burnt out. I pay out. attention, my friend.
1: Yes, you're a, right. you're a good listener. I was, uh, yeah, I was running my first business and I closed it down. I was feeling burnt out. But reality was, it was just in like a lot of challenges as a first business. And it's normal. That's what I kind of signed up for. And I thought I wanted to take a break from it.
0: By the way, I don't believe you don't burn out. You think we? I I absolutely believe in burnout. You know what? I love that warrior mentality. I'm all about that lion mentality. Yeah. But you know what happens is after a while, when you go through the shit for so for so long, and you're in the trenches, Mm -hmm. you start actually seeing real problems. Yeah. You start going through lawsuits, Mm -hmm. and you know issues with staff and employment, and this and that. There's so much thing. At some point, the storm gets so thick, Mm. you start to get tired because you're like, my mental capacity is draining me. Absolutely. The reason why I like the way he puts it down, mm-hmm. in terms of you know stoicism and mm-hmm. converting the energy and giving you more drive and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that's another way to do things. Have I burnt out? I think so. Yeah. You know what I mean. I, I mean, keep the mentality. I'm of always, course. Even when I'm like this at the wheel and falling asleep, I say, "Real men don't get tired. Money doesn't sleep, so I don't either." And that's the only way I keep going.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Right. Like I, I think that. I I told you, like, I I thought me, I said, like, now I thought I burnt out at the time, but maybe you do have 10 years on me. Maybe I just haven't seen enough. Maybe I haven't gone through enough bullshit. No, you probably
0: did. You just, you know what? You probably did go through a burnout. It's good. Tell yourself otherwise, eh? Maybe, yeah. Maybe I'm just convincing myself. Play a mental trick on yourself that works. Honestly, I'm being serious. Maybe, maybe that's But the reality, I'm just giving real context. You do burn out, man.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. And uh, I think, like, over the years, too, you kind of learn how to manage the burnout. Like, you kind of anticipate it. For me personally, like, I need a lot of social interaction to keep my battery up, right? And that's how... So I actually take the time to schedule breaks or schedule hangouts with friends so I can re-energize and go into the next week, fold, uh, fold with energy. you
0: schedule hangouts with your boys? Of course. We can never be friends, man. Well, okay. I'm a spur of the moment. Yo, Mo, what are you doing? I'm at home. Well, listen. What do you mean you're at home, man? Come pull up. What are
1: you doing? The thing is, okay, with my super close friends, it's like i see them every day they're just a part of my life maybe i'll do some work or okay you're
0: talking be- networking then bro you know what i mean you gotta take an appointment we'll take you out the moxies no nah, make- no no
1: yeah like that like for people that are like like still good friends but i haven't seen in a minute yeah absolutely like i need to i need to schedule it because you're it's
0: nuts. like i anyways to you You like the guy oh, go ahead i have to man. send me it's- a calendar link we'll go from there oh my know? god man
1: <laughs> 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 but no with my with my close friends like um my my boys and my cousins and stuff like that like We see each other every day. It's It's kind of like unwritten rule. Like after like a certain time when everyone has done their work, like, okay, let's go, let's go gym or let's go kick it if we don't have like gym for that day.
0: Nice. So yeah, Yeah. you guys go to the gym and you do that kind of stuff together?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, um, there is a couple of people that come to mind. One of my best friends, Omi, like we we hit the gym all the time. Like recently we've been going on our own, like without each other. Like I go in the morning, fit for less. The trenches. That's my guy,
0: right there, bro. You know, you gotta keep to the roots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yo. I, Where'd admit... you grow up, by the way?
1: I grew up in Ottawa, born and raised. Where in Ottawa? And the, I started off in the south and moved to Orleans. Where in the south? Um, Say it. You know, uh, Essen.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. right off. That's near Blome in them.
1: Yeah, like down down Hunt Club to the right. Essen, that was my street.
0: Okay, hold on. Were you before? Were you in the hood in Essen? Yeah, yeah, like, are you on the right side in the nice houses and the singles? No, no, no. I I, see what you're doing, bro. Just say you're from the hood, bro. You know what I mean? Okay, well, the thing is, there ain't no shame in the game. No, no,
1: I know, but like, the thing is, I was also like such a young kid. Like, I I don't even remember that part of my life that much. I was like, I I moved to Orleans in grade one. You went to the East?
0: Yeah. East is least, man. I can't even help you. Bro, I still love the South. I no, I love the South. (laughs) Come on, man. If I had to go to Orleans, I literally gotta call the passport office to get a visa, bro. I can't go there.
1: (laughs) You're crazy. Uh, bro, Orleans is actually getting clowned. Yo, it's a nice suburb. It's nice. It's peaceful. Keep it you know? there, bro. Don't bring it in.
0: <laughs> I don't like Orleans. I don't. Go yeah, no, bro.
1: No, Orleans is. I I actually love
0: Orleans, but I also love the South. Stop saying that, bro. You can't have two loves, bro. You know what I mean? You're either you're a South Side or you're not, bro. I'm honest- from the West, bro. I'm a, I'm a hard, Been in the West. Stay in the West. I don't Damn. know anything
1: else. No, like I, it would be unfair to say that I'm from the South. Like I, I'd be playing a part that I'm not. Like for three years, four, like okay, five years of my life when I was a kid, I was there. Oh, that's it. Yeah, like it's it's. I'm. We'll take that away. I do, I do remember, bro. It's okay, we're done. I do remember though. Uh, there was uh one time I don't know why I I remember these like specific memories of my childhood where I I was going to my aunt's house at the time and I remember a Range Rover. I think it was a blacked out Range Rover or maybe a BMW side by side, flat tire and bullet holes bullet holes in the in the door. It's, no was, way Yeah 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 Like that's something I remember so vividly
0: That's crazy Yeah I wish I could have said I knew who I was I was probably young too How old are you said 22? Yeah 22 How old were you said At that time? 5? 6? 4?
1: Anywhere between 1 to Probably 5 years old Yeah if
0: I knew that guy At that time it would be scary
1: I, I Definitely I think I would I would have been like Where was this? 4 or 5 It was Southside? It was, uh, south side? So, it was uh, Yeah in, in, in the south But I don't remember exactly where my aunt's house was. I just remember where it's my okay, house man.
0: was. Okay, man, Southside was Actionville back in the days. Yeah,
1: I've I've been told. Yeah, uh, Southside was, was Actionville. I've, L- let's crazy. go
0: back to your story. So I like to do all these little side runs, you know, yeah. and have some fun.
1: So um, where were we? So you're talking
0: going. about how you like to schedule people in for a hangout session. Okay, yo, fucking narcissist.
1: <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yo, sometimes I actually think I might be a narc.
0: I'm Ted, bro. If, listen, I you send me a calendar link, you'll see a decline real quick. You know what I mean? <laughs> I ain't doing that shit.
1: No, no, no. I wouldn't do that, bro. But with my, if you're my, like if, if you're my guy, we we kick it either way. But if like we're friends and whatever, we're good friends, etc. Bro, I need to, or it's else okay. I won't survive. I okay. won't survive. I'm just
0: fucking with you, anyway. So we're talking about how you know you have to recharge, burnout. Yes, the stuff.
1: yes, yes. Um. So
0: you decided you felt like you know what you're burning out at that time, which you probably were. Keep telling yourself different. I'm happy for you. Exactly. Because I make up stories in my own mind too. But mm-hmm. and then after that, okay. So you said you had that call with Hamza.
1: Yeah. So I had that call fast forward a couple of years down the line mm. as a sales rep. I was looking to expand my sales experience for year two. Like at, at this point I was in my third year of my university and year two of my entre- entrepreneurship journey. Okay. Um, so I was working uh, in a marketing agency at one point worked uh, in an energy consulting firm, worked in, uh, Home services as well.
0: When you say energy consulting firm, are you talking about OEG and door-to-door guys? No, 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 no. Um,
1: it was actually this place called MPN with my neighbor. I, he was one of my clients over the business, and he told me he wanted to introduce me to his business. So what did he do? Um, Sold hydro and gas? Yeah, like negotiated... Uh, negotiate. I, I don't know how to explain it. He's kind of mm-hmm. like the middleman, right? Because there are... like enbridge and like uh give me
0: the spinoff it's okay i used to be part of these guys yeah
1: like enbridge and energy on the quebec side right basically they're the guys that supply gas for these businesses what
0: a koala honestly i can't believe they actually used to convince and hustle people that they can get it for them cheaper when no matter what they don't own distribution and you can't get third party cheaper to sell it to them it goes against all their contracts. I used to do it, bro. It's okay. I used to work so for OEG and shit. I, I, only, I was part of those assholes. I believed that at first I was saving you a buck, but it turns out it was bullshit. Really? 100%. Bro. Bro, I didn't stay long enough oh to... Oh, my God. I can't even... I was young, man. I can't believe I believed Because it. my role didn't go
1: as far as being a sales rep, right? It's
0: impossible for them to sell you hydro and gas cheaper than what the service is already being provided for. The biggest charge is the delivery charge. You can't get away from this because now you're a third party. What's going to end up happening is that Embridge is going to charge more. It's like if you go to a wedding venue, mm. right? And then you tell them that you're going to bring in your own catering and your own decor. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to upcharge for the venue because they make their services mm-hmm. from selling you the food and the catering. So I if see. you choose your own, so your third party selling your own hydro gas, mm. they're going to have to upcharge on the delivery, which is the venue cost. Yeah. Which only makes sense, because that's where they make their money. Otherwise, they're parking their staff.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, fair enough. So
0: it's absolute bullshit, by the way, but it's a very good run. It was good money, but a lot of them get sued in that.
1: I I actually, like, to be honest, I don't don't know enough on it. It's
0: okay, I know you don't.
1: I I don't know enough on it to comment on it, but from what I know is... I, when I would call them, a lot of them had had bad experiences I, I the just past.
0: have to tell the truth, you know what I mean? No, no, so you People are going to I be watching this. Right? So I'm going to tell them the truth. So,
1: at least from my experience with my neighbor, he's a super honest guy. Um, I'll say that. And I think that from what I know is that he was making a positive change. And then the reviews on his website speak for themselves. Is right? he still around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. He's expanding. Same too.
0: business name, same business number. Same
1: business, same everything. Of course. And he's been there for, he actually started off uh, with those other companies in the beginning in his journey. And hey, if he's up doing site.
0: something honest, I'm happy for him, man.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: He, he He's a say, sick cause there's guy. There's a lot of scammers. You know what? Well, I used to do door to door. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I used to do door to door for both uh, energy and HVAC. HVAC fucked everything, to be very honest with you.
1: Yeah, I heard that. They were completely- the
0: slimiest of fucking people in the world. How about I tell you when they were first, it was so bad. Mm-hmm. To the point where who is the, ma- who is the main target? People that barely spoke English and the elderly. Because they don't know what's going on half the time yeah. until they had to start creating another law and they called them sensitive customers. The crazy part, I'd go with these guys, mm-hmm. right? And I killed it, man, honestly. Yeah. You know, you're selling yourself at the end of the day. Yeah. You're the main product that they're buying. If they can trust you, people buy off people who remind them of their friends. Absolutely. So if you can, mm-hmm. you know, you have a clean intention... Yeah. You're going in there to actually provide real value to that client and they like who you are. Good. Mm-hmm. The crazy part was, and it was good money, man. What the fuck? If you sold the furnace or an AC, my deal was I was making $1,100 a unit. Wow. You know what I mean? They're all rentals. First of all, these units go for $4,000 to $6,000 supplied and installed, maybe seven mm-hmm. Tops. Mm-hmm. On the rental contract, it's like twelve dollars so That's the margins profit. they're making is incredible. Good that- friend, I'm sure you know what I mean. If you can do a rental, I guess. Cool, yeah. you know. If you go to, you can do it right now. If you go to Reliance, real companies like that, you can get a rental from them. Exxon, whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyways, when we were doing it, they were so fucking dirty. I remember there was a time where we went to this old lady's house, okay, mm-hmm. and I was shadowing the regional manager because I was looking to take over. I was going to become one of the regional managers of this city. Okay, so the guy from Toronto comes down. Okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not even going to say names and shit anymore because who cares. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so we have this new guy and we get to this house. And by the way, this is the this is the regional manager that's showing the new guy on how to do it. Anyways, I'm sitting there listening to his pitch, all bullshit. And the guy's threatening to red tag the furnace. That was one of the tactics too. Right? What? I've never done that tactic. I won't lie to you. I was out of conscience. Mm-hmm. But one of the tactics they use as they'll go and they'll act like they're inspecting a furnace. Who the fuck are you to inspect the furnace?
1: That's insane. You're
0: not an HVAC licensed technician. You don't know none of that shit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe during this bullshit training, we'll realize that you know, if you look through the peephole in the furnace unit, yeah, there's a clear plastic lens, and then if you look at it, it'll show a light, whether it flashes red, green, it means different things. We don't fucking know it at that time, to be very honest with you. Mm-hmm. So anyways, we go inside. The guy goes downstairs, that regional manager guy. I just met him, by the way. Yeah. He's showing the new guy. He's looking in the peephole, whatever. He's like, oh, this tag, this fir- furnace is 15 years old or 20 years old. He looks on the side of the unit, sees the tag, whatever. He says, we have to red tag it. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. But that's a threat. Just to force her into another unit. Mm. Like, this is the crazy part. Okay. Yeah. They yeah. sold her all services. Furnace, AC, HRV, and then the water filter, the reverse osmosis machine. That's like four grand in commission for him. Okay, so crazy money, bro. What the fuck? Three that's, hours, I made four k. Yeah, this is crazy. the scammers' dream. Okay, mm-hmm. crazy part is, after they installed it, they did a rush install, same day rush install. This was in the morning, same day rush install. Out of nowhere, another agent goes back there two days later. Okay. And resells her on the whole kit all over again, saying that there was a mistake in the paperwork. They have to ship you new units. She doesn't. From the know same that, company. Bro. Yeah, yeah, it's the same people, man. The same people.
1: Like the same exact company came two days after and resold her the same package.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same people. I just it was another sales guy instead of the regional manager. It was someone else. You know what I mean? Mm. So I'm with him at that time, and I'm like, what are you doing? And then after I realized what's going on, you know what they did? They basically sold their two furnaces, two ACs, two reverse osmosis machines, two HRV systems. And the other duplicate units are not even installed. They're just sitting right beside it. What the fuck? This is an 85-year-old lady, bro. Imagine someone did that to your grandmother, and they nah, made her son a contract. That'd be
1: that'd be crazy. Like,
0: I would lose it. So this is exactly why they started making that they started making door to door HVAC illegal because it was getting abused to such a bad extent. And so far, same with the energy.
1: Yeah.
0: So as soon as, so I'm like, yo, what the fuck you doing? Mm-hmm. How are you doing that to her? He's like, if I don't, wow, what a if drug I, dealer. If me- I don't do it, someone, me- someone else what will. What a drug dealer mentality, man. So yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's literally what he said. And then he made okay, sure, he made his commission. Anyways, that company doesn't exist. The same owner, that guy hit a lady in Toronto. He's a Toronto kid. Piece of shit, you know what I mean? Mm. Anyways, he hit a lady out an Audi A4 some something like that. He did a fatal hit and run. He killed the lady and ran away. So imagine that's the owner of the company. Most of these door-to-door guys. So if your buddy's actually honest, I'm very shocked because most of these door-to-door yeah, guys know, that sell yeah. HVAC and energy are literally corrupted to the, like, to the ends of the earth. That's very bad. They're, you already know you're scamming, bro
1: yeah i i like at the time i i asked questions as well like exactly he he has something a little bit different than most companies i don't remember exactly what it is and to be honest even if i knew i probably wouldn't say just because that's probably his like competitive factor leave it yeah but he, he like he's been my neighbor for time now and he's a super honest guy super dedicated guy he's hard-working humble like
0: always went the right way as well and he's been working at it since the age of 18 right so, so let's keep going anyways, I want on a tangent. So anyways, yeah, so you did this thing where you contacted him. Yeah, exactly. Him
1: yeah, so energy consulting was one of the, long story short, I worked a bunch of different sales jobs that year, okay? But when I hopped on a call with Hamza to become a sales rep, um, we had an interesting conversation because at one point in my life, I knew that I the knowledge I had was something that a lot of students could take advantage of, which is why I wanted to help students as much as I could with like the knowledge that I learned from running my first profitable business. Now, when I hopped on a call with Hamza, we didn't even really talk about the sales rep position. He kind of told me his vision with what he wants to do with, with the company, etc. And eventually it's to empower these students and give them the tools they need to run their first profitable business. And when the moment he said that, I'm like, this has been something that I've been wanting to figure out how to do, but I just don't know how how to figure it out. And, long story short we put our heads together and we we decided okay let's give it a shot see if there's a potential partnership in this uh in this company and that's when i started working with six-figure student okay at the time there was no six-figure student um so you're part of the founding team yeah like uh well okay hamza hamza is the founder because in the end he's the one that's been working at it prior for like eight years now okay me i ran a business i have the knowledge i have the ins and outs, that kind of thing, but... He's been doing this for eight years? Yeah, it started off as a side hustle, but... It's the six-figure
0: student thing. It was,
1: yeah, but it was not... Like, the six-figure student, like, the name Six-Figure Student is actually just the educating platform. Hmm. Now, Ottawa Lawn Salon is where it's all, it, it all Ottawa started. Ottawa
0: Lawn Salon. You know, Haroon never told me that was the name. Yeah, so Ottawa, Ottawa
1: Lawn Salon is where, where it was started.
0: It was Come started a off... quick fade and a trim.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, it, at the time, it was just, like... Cash uh, cash for him to make some some extra <laughs> money. <laughs> How will catch Right? No? Eh? Right? Come it,
0: it, get your fucking hedges trimmed. You need a quick fade. We'll take care of exactly, you. Exactly, yeah. At, at the
1: time, it was probably just lawn mowing there, but eventually it grew into a landscaping company. What was the first one called? It was Ottawa Lawn Salon. Oh, it was always Ottawa Lawn Salon. Always I thought you said something different. No, no, no. It started off as just lawn mowing and... Yeah, probably just lawn mowing in the beginning, and then it leveled up into landscaping, etc. And... From there like he's grew he grew it out he's grown the business etc and he wanted to he had this vision and i had that vision too i just i, I was like maybe what was i 21 20 maybe 20 at the
0: time so this is only a year or two ago
1: yeah like uh less than two years ago um mm-hmm. less than two years ago i would say and we had that vision and you know f- from the moment that there was a potential partnership i'm like okay watch like uh let's work together i think and he's like yeah like obviously i'm not gonna just work with you like that You'd like i gotta see if your money is where your mouth is so i'm like yeah that's 100 percent fair from there um i started grinding for like started asking i asked haroon because he's the one that did the franchise pro, or like the um the business incubator program at the time and he ran his business asked him questions about it asked him what, what kind of success interesting
0: cetera. term you used what- what does that entail the incubator program what does he do yeah so specific about this incubator program it's
1: for students like it's students that become business owners we help students run their first profitable business so it's a summer business incubator program right interesting yeah good marketing words okay exactly i I almost (laughs) slipped out there (laughs) in full honesty but um yeah it's uh he was the first uh he was the actual first business owner that operated his business and it was a great success okay and i asked him a bunch of questions that's where my journey had started
0: really he was the first one he was the first
1: one he was the first product? like hamza obviously ran the business for years prior to that but in order to test if our product is solid he was the first one and then wow he, he it was a great success it was the
0: pilot project eh? yeah. Mm. yeah yeah
1: yeah he was uh he's the og he's the. Yeah. he's the one that set the record for the company too interesting yeah Um, It was a great success, and uh, I I was asking questions about that. That's how I originally started. From there, my hustle was, like, I'm not saying it to toot my own horn, but my hustle truly was insane.
0: You had an insatiable appetite. eh? Yeah,
1: like, especially because I was going into my last year, at the time so i finished my third year going into year four of university
0: what were you taking you never even said what you were taking yeah i
1: said it earlier major in psychology that, and, and i did a, a minor in business management
0: wow that's how you know i'm not a psychologist i, don't, I didn't even hear that part yeah yeah, yeah. We so right over
1: yeah it was in the beginning so. psychology
0: is fantastic anyways it helps you a lot in actually navigating conversations and it does
1: it yeah. does and especially when you combine it with business it's actually a great combo incredible yeah but yeah year four it's it was probably one of the most challenging years like it was definitely the most challenging year uh of my life so out of first year in university second third year four was definitely the most challenging
0: so you you said after year one you started that mm-hmm. windows gutter mm-hmm. were you a franchisee or just a sales guy yeah i was a franchisee so i ha- was, I was it a very owner. similar business model as what you guys are doing now
1: Yeah, extremely similar.
0: Is it the same people at all or completely different?
1: No, completely different. And uh, it's a a little bit of a different product, of course, as well. When Uh, did
0: you start this? Was this during COVID? Yeah. Yeah. I just want to know if Andrew Tate was around at that time. I was didn't. He? I, I, he, Don't lie to me. Was he, Andrew Tate around? He for sure was, but was I, the Top I, G around, bro? Was he? Were he I only. To I, no, no.
1: I only. No, no, Don't no, Play games. The first time I ever heard about Andrew Tate was in twenty twenty two. It's okay, bro. It's
0: the Top G. It's okay. If you yeah. Say, I,
1: to be honest, like I, I, I agree with most of the stuff that he says. There's a couple of things that I disagree with, but for the just
0: because I see a lot of this wave, I've been in business for a long time. Yeah. But i see a lot of this wave during this COVID era. I want to know how it impacted you to make you want to do this. Not in a bad way. I'm very I see. curious.
1: Okay, so what got me to run that business? And
0: be honest. I don't want to no cookie the answer.
1: I would never I'm let you. I'm very curious. So I was working a minimum wage job at Subway, right? And... I was not enjoying it.
0: Big ups to the $5 meatball sub man. What a fucking staple continue? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, herb and I'm cheese. glad that you liked it, but I I didn't Swiss like Swiss cheese. No, I don't like toasted. It. I... Give me some fucking veg man. to throw some lettuce on that shit, some tomatoes. <laughs> If you don't hook up the black olives, we're fucking fighting right there on the spot.
1: Thing is, I would always hook up my friends. Anyone I knew, I would hook them up when right. they came. But anyways, anyways so yeah, yeah, subway, subway. I didn't like it. I knew I wanted to escape it, and I knew that whenever I would leave, it would be the last time I would ever work a fast food place or a minimum wage
0: job ever again.
1: A year ago, what so made literally? you
0: say that, though, man? Like, I like, want to understand these headspaces you guys are in, man. Think like okay, at
1: the time when I was working at Subway. It took me a long time to know, to realize it was not fulfilling. I was doing the same repetitive tasks every time. I At one point, there was
0: co-workers that would... because Be I honest, was, Were you embarrassed because you are like, you know what, I work at Subway, I want, I want more in life? I'll get to that. I, I you know, feel like everyone's always giving hold, me a co- cookie cut. I'm putting you on the fucking fire right now, bro. Oh, we're yeah, gonna no, I, I'm going to tell you exactly okay.
1: everything, right? Um, I knew that I was like putting in maybe 100% of my effort, and there are some some of my co-workers at the time that were just... Dragging their feet and telling me to, what to do because they've been there longer. And uh, at one point, obviously, I really, I caught onto it. And I'm like, no, nah, that's not going to slide. You don't want to tell
0: girls you work at Subway. Eh? I, I, I had I'm no I'm here shame. in the fucking kitchen. I'm turning up the heat Abs- all the way. Shiny boy, I'm turning it you, all the way okay? I'll tell you this. I, 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 had want real I had a girlfriend
1: at the time when I was working at Subway. Okay. At one point. Where I mean, are you driving? Right now, I'm just driving No, no, then. Then I was driving my parents' car.
0: Well, what kind of car was it?
1: It was uh, the same one, the Kia. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But my my mom shout out to my mom. She gave me the car at one point. So big shout out to my mom. Big shout out to your mom. Yeah. Now, okay. At the time, that's why that's what was going on. At make in my sure head.
0: your mom doesn't watch this. You don't want her to know you have a girlfriend, eh?
1: Ah <laughs> no, my 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 mom. My mom would get this some more morning, like, yo, I'm a guy. What are you oh, doing? I, I know I,
0: bro, my mom would have a shotgun in my mouth. <laughs> Be like, suck on this barrel
1: real well, quick. Well, I don't go have on. a girlfriend now, by the way. I don't have a girlfriend now. It's okay, the At the way. time, I had a girlfriend.
0: It's okay, you don't gotta, it's yeah. okay bro. Call it, mama, don't watch us. Yeah, mama, if please, you're watching this for please, any just odd Just turn reason, it off. <laughs> don't worry about the rest. So you, you had a girlfriend at that time. I want to realize, okay, continue. Yeah. and, continue. and, and Anyways,
1: um, that was like towards the end because I worked at Subway for like three years of my life, like two and a half, two and a half years of my life, a right? fucking alumni. Uh, yeah, it started out. Sandwich up, artist. I, I was a sandwich artist. Fucking That's what they used were. to call us, man. What? The fucking artists of sandwich. Talk to me. So, yeah, I, I realized all those things early on and then I kept going, kept going, whatever. And at one point I saw that a lot of my surroundings, like they had better jobs, um, They were like going into government. They were going into all that. And I was still working at the same dead end job for two and a half years. So when COVID hit, I was laid off and I didn't have my subway job. So from there, I told myself I would never go back to working a minimum wage job, nor a fast food place ever again. And
0: because you started seeing your friends have more.
1: Yeah, I need needed... It's okay. I needed to catch up, man. You know, like that's what... At the time I I was 17 or 18 and I was like, yo, man, I'm
0: behind. Competitive. Yeah, so... um, What's up? I'll be in the front of the race. Let's go.
1: Exactly, right? And I I, I was talking to people and they're like... It always felt like they were much ahead of me. Like a lot lot ahead of me. And it was... I was, I, I'm never the the jealous type. I'm, I always congratulate Oh, no, good, everyone. man. I put a fire but,
0: in your ass. You're like, what the fuck? But I yeah, can it's like, that too.
1: That, Of course. And, I, you know, it did. And I'm like, yo, maybe I'm doing something wrong. And I was doing something wrong. Facts. I, w- I was doing something wrong. I settled and it was 100% my choice to stay at that job for two and a half, two and a half years, right?
0: You're comfortable doing the same shit
1: day in, day on. Eh? So then I went uh, from zero to 100 and I applied to run a, run a business. And I, at the time, I almost talked myself out of it. I'm not gonna lie to you, um, but I'm glad that I went through with it because. Why did you get so scared? Man, it, running a business is like your bet. All bets are on you, right? Like, what if I don't know how to do this? Like, I'm, and also the sacrifice as well that it took, like. Man, I'm not going to be able to... Th- th- at the time, I was don't like, uh, I won't be able paycheck. to hang out with my friends. Uh, okay. And, you know, what if I don't do well, blah, blah, blah. And the pressure of my family telling me not to do it as That's well.
0: actually a very good point because you're thinking also about your social life and you're a young guy, you know, all you know is social life.
1: Everything That's- I knew is with university. And I did what I had to do. Um, Were you a big party guy? Um... I I I do party don't,
0: uh, don't expose yourself too much. Your mom might watch, right? No, like
1: I, I I'll go. Like I I do party, of course. Like uh, f- uh from time to time.
0: Astaghfirullah If my mom's watching, I don't do
1: shit. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't I don't drink I I I, I don't drink at all in, in those settings at all and we
0: gotta get a stop the cab button eh Shawnee boy <laughs> stop,
1: stop the cab stop the cab no like re- I'll be honest with you I, I as have, soon
0: as they say they're gonna be honest with I, me, I have
1: drank in the past but I <laughs> stop exposing yourself bro man I'm, a, I'm an honest guy like my uh, like I uh, would I will tell my parents <laughs> this as well they and I told them yo like listen and like I, I, did make a mistake. Oh, in the you're past you're kind of
0: fun to fuck with, man. I love it. Continue.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> man. Like I won't lie to my parents, man. I, I don't like to lie to good my parents. Good for you,
0: man. Stand your ground, you know.
1: Absolutely. Get but your beats, okay? Yeah, take I'll, your I'll, I'll, I'll catch it, but that's that's the consequences of my actions, right? Um, so
0: you're thinking social life? Yeah, I was thinking like social life. It's gonna life. be hard. It's I gonna don't know if tough. I'm gonna get a paycheck. Am I actually gonna make money? Is this a scam?
1: Yeah, like is it too good to be true, etc. Like everything, every, every single thought you could probably think of running your first business went through my head.
0: I guess because you know what the presentations must be very convincing. Well yeah, and it's it's it not like it must be very well pro- like well put together, right?
1: And n- now being on the flip side doing those presentations for students it's like I never I never go about it to like conv- like we don't want people that are not sure about this. The way we're both successful is if they make money we make money. And if they don't make money we don't make money. So it's counterproductive to just bring in anyone it doesn't make sense, and that's the like that's the that's the whole reason when I got offered this opportunity, it's like it was everything I needed. And so
0: how did you convince Hamza that you know what you are worth it? What did you do that was so outstanding?
1: My work, like my actions aligned with what I said. I I didn't promise empty handed. Everything that I promised, I delivered. Of course, I'm not gonna lie to you. There are some times like. Maybe I'd miss a deadline or something, but and of course I made mistakes a hundred percent. But in the end, like oh, I'm
0: glad you admit you're human. Yeah,
1: of course, yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, in the end, it's like I just focus on action. Like I, I took incredible action. I, I'm gonna tell you this
0: massive action. Love year
1: it. four, I told I was I was telling you year four was the most challenging year of my life. I was at the time starting university September. Um, I was working with Hamza, so I was. Working on all departments, marketing, production, sales, to gain the experience I need in order to maybe like to become a business coach that is Good. actually you that. understand and know your exactly. business exactly exactly right Good. okay. So that's what I was doing at the time. On top of that, I had full time school. On top of that, I was working a part time job at Telus at the time in phone sales. Nice. And yeah, shout out to my boy Danny, he's a real one. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, I was also building this program with Hamza. So. Easily fifty to sixty hour weeks on the regular. If I pull out my schedule from uh from like and
0: September. you had a girlfriend at that time too?
1: Uh
0: 2022. How the fuck did you be able to manage all that and expectations to be able to spend time with your girl? Um 2022 I complain? had a different
1: girl. I had a different girl. But
0: yeah, 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 you just love exposing yourself. Yo, wallah. You're, if you come back and you got a black eye, I'm gonna say it's your problem. <laughs> Yo, okay, <laughs> your mom's gonna fuck you up. I had a okay, different con- girl. Well, oh, even worse, man yeah but she, she was she was you nice No, i'm gonna her. call your mom after this i'm gonna yeah oh, boy get the timestamps. and i'm gonna fucking send this man <laughs> l- 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 i want to see how honest he is then you know what i mean she will back up uh, even if i like my mom will back fuck me up. You up so bad man my mom will beat my ass in, Brody, in, in private but she'll have my back in public <laughs> character in front of you from the road runner to fucking whatever okay so yeah man so you're doing 60 hour weeks <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> so at the time i had a girl it didn't work out actually um oh,
0: i don't it work out you're too busy
1: definitely probably was a factor yeah um a bunch of it's not that one it was just thank not her working later
0: out. when you got an m in your pocket thank her later you know yeah like
1: it was uh it, there was a i'm sure I, i'm i also had my flaws etc but there was a lot like it was a lot of different things okay don't worry about it anyways it's done it's got in the past so, Allah
0: will not be my life. don't worry yeah exactly on, she's like you're on four wheels now you get to go <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah in the end um that was the most challenging gear and it's the one that i like i just put put my foot down man like it, there was a lot of sacrifices throughout my university um saying no to specific hangouts for a period of i think good for you two three months like bro i barely saw anyone i think i was like like tunnel vision
0: where did you get that mentality from that's what i want to know a lot of kids you understand how hard it is when especially people are run by fomo men everybody oh you, where are you guys going tonight i want to come too. what thing- are you guys doing this okay i want that too you know what i mean so for the fact that you distance yourself and you're like you know what discipline fuck that I want this now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where did I get that mentality? Like what I,
0: happened in your life for it to just click? Be like, fuck this, I'm done. Let's go. I'm going all in.
1: I knew. I I knew. I, I like from a young age. I knew I was always gonna be some uh, successful one Stop way. Stop it. One way or another,
0: bro. I've been saying that my whole life.
1: Yeah, no, but like, it's like I, I knew it because it's like I had to. I there were some things that like, happened within my life and. and you know, seeing they're like I've been built for something greater. Like way. yeah, and seeing my parents struggle, like coming all the way from Lebanon, coming to here, it's like, Bucks. bro, I Bucks. like I owe it to them. It's a, it's a responsibility. And you do what? What am I gonna do? Like even like I have a I have a younger sister too, and she's like getting to the age where she wants to work. I on Set honestly, a fucking example. I, I don't up. I don't want my sister to work, especially not in, in like, I don't want her to work like in, or at least any kind of job sure she's her own like i'll support her with whatever but i want her to have the option that if she wants to take a safer side or i don't want her to feel like she needs to work i want her to feel like she's taken care of etc and same thing for my mom same thing for my aunts you can see like i have their names on on my arm over here because my let aunt me see that
0: tattoo. let me see that come closer <laughs> What a diehard love! He has
1: a cedar tree right there. <laughs> what? Yeah, and it's like um, for for uh, for for them, like for the women of my life, it's it's especially them. Like I need to be able to either pay back as like I will never be able to pay back my mom or even my aunt for everything that they've done for me, but as much as possible and then my dad as well like he's put in like every day man he goes to work provides for my for our family man like he i need to do something for him as well shout out
0: to the mom you know the fact, when you just said that it reminded me of mind. A, a, i reminded me something of a story of an old islamic story from back a long time ago hadith yeah and what this gentleman was an mm-hmm. hajj he was at the final pilgrimage
1: Oh, I think I know the story And then
0: he had his mother on his shoulders And he basically performed Hajj with his mother Mm. Carrying his mom the whole way And even after they were doing the Tawafan around the Kaaba And then he saw one of the companions at that time And then he asked him, he's like Did I pay back my mother for what she's done for me? He's like, you did a great deed Mm. But how about I tell you You will never even be able to pay back a single contraction That your mother had with you yeah. Just it's just so vivid. Anyways, it's just running out that story. Man. No, yeah, man. Good it's, for you, man. Bro. Stick to your foot. And three then times. Well, dad's a gangster.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So
0: So yeah, you said you know what? You wanna make some you wanna do something for the family. I have
1: to, man. Like it's it, it's it, it's your duty as a as a man. Like maybe not everyone has that holds that opinion, but as some no as problem. a very traditional Arab, it's like yeah, Are you has, the oldest. Yeah, I am, I'm the oldest. Yeah.
0: Do you have that mentality because your dad put it in you?
1: Yeah, Maybe, like well, after you take over, he he didn't he didn't even like put it in me. It's just like seeing him, and like like grinding uh, grinding away, et cetera. Like yeah, like it's, it's 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 something impressive that you know both my parents, like especially like my mom as well. Like uh, she, she was she worked very hard throughout her life as well. I was. I would even. I would even debatably say that my my mom is uh, put it more in me than my dad. But interesting, not to say like not to say anything. No, we're not bad, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, but like my dad, my dad especially. Like, bro, till this day, he, he just the guy just turned sixty, He's still going to work every day, still going to work, it's hustling kind of, ten hour days, solid. Yeah, and it's like so it's like what's your excuse in your the, young the man? combination of both? It's like man, it. I have to do something. I, I like they would never told me do something specific, or obviously the uh, the average parent tells their kid like you got to work hard, etc. And of drunk. course, of course, they 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 did tell me all of that, but it's their actions and the actual the actual day to day and what it looked like, that's what that's what like uh, you know really motivated me. Good. At one point, both of both my parents were going to work, and I was getting dropped off at my aunt's house, and in the morning, 6 a.m. Really? I was, uh, yeah, my my aunts played a big role into raising me and my, uh, me and my siblings.
0: That's so true, man. When they they used to say it takes a village to raise a family.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: and that's really not like that anymore. But yeah,
1: I'm su- I'm super big on family, man. Super big on family. Good, you should be. So so yeah,
0: you got laid off from your job and all that, and then you're just like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna cut the cord, the lifeline, and I'm gonna go all in.
1: Yeah, and I I had my doubts. They were all like handled and i'm like yo listen it's gotta do this because i was praying to god at the time for a better opportunity and alhamdulillah he gave it
0: incredible your friends talking shit at that time being like yo bro you are wasting your time no
1: like my my friends were like you know i i personally don't understand why you would want to do this maybe some some of them like oh yeah you should uh a lot of them were actually very happy um, every one of them at the time was very happy for me as well. And they're like, yeah, you put in the work, like, good job, right? You're doing something a little bit different.
0: So you still have the same friends group, even though you're, you've are you been on this transition. Mm-hmm. They become a better version of you, and it's still the same people? So are are they on the same wavelength as you? They're doing the same thing. Yeah,
1: so um, second year. No, I actually cut out a lot of my
0: friends. Because I, like, I was going to say, there's no way you still have. I've cut off most of the people I've been with. Yeah. Like from when I was coming up until now, mm-hmm. very different. Like uh from Except year,
1: like two. Year two to year four. Um I have like my very tight group of people I would say is like maybe four guys. Like and, and my cousin I should good. You can should be yeah. able to count them on one year in you. Yeah, like uh, and there's also my cousin, but she's family, right? Um but yeah, those are like my super tight friend group like one guy I met in my first year in university Omi um Adam and Ryan. I've known them since my whole life, like since seventh grade so it's been over a decade that we've been friends and uh Tijian, he's also over a decade that we've been friends and yeah like they're all on their own path like um Adam's always been a grinder like since a young age he was always doing uh like so much Ryan too is a little bit different but he's uh he's more like on the extreme, like he, uh, he, he, he went in the reserves for a little bit, and then he, he's doing like a, he's working in a group home, so he's like, a, a, like still figuring. He's still out. He's
0: still trying to figure out what the fuck he wants to do in life.
1: Yeah, and he's he's in school as well, and I think he wants to. Um, he told me what he wants to do, but I don't Six remember. Six finger
0: students. He's gonna join. Yeah. <laughs> he called me yesterday. He said he's gonna talk to you about it. Respects. <laughs> Respects. My boy, Tijani.
1: Tijani, he's uh, he's uh, also working um, uh, gyms, etc., and goes to school. He wants to be uh, somewhere in dentistry. No, don't sure. know exactly what he wants. And o- Omi, right now, he's like doing school. He's working like two or three jobs, going gym. So all of my boys are on their own wavelength, but and we have different goals. But it's all. To say that we have goals. And we have the the ethic and the working ethic, etc. So and let's
0: talk about goals then. For me? What's your
1: goals? I want to be a millionaire by 26.
0: 26? I have four more years. Four more years. Yeah. And where are you in the scale of 100%? So far away. So far, <laughs> so far away.
1: <laughs> Not even close. Oh my God. But, um, you know, over the last couple of years, I've also made my piece that there's... Uh, I know that I... I was gonna suffer the financial, like, not to say, like, I had a huge financial ups, upside within my businesses, but also I do understand that um, there I have to suffer a little bit financially in the beginning before reaching, like, the standard of becoming a millionaire. It's something that everyone goes through. What right? do you
0: feel like in business now, especially during this time right now? What do I feel? Is business up or down? No, business is up now. Oh, business is going up for you guys? Yeah, alhamdulillah. Wow, very interesting. Because, what do you guys are doing that are very different than others right now? Because so, a lot of people's businesses are in the toilet.
1: So basically, because we work with students, right? Um, there's a bunch of students that, like, they're ambitious. They're looking to learn. There's a bunch of students that are sick of working a minimum wage job. And there's a bunch of them that want to run their businesses. And we think they're going to be absolute killers. They're going to crush their business. Like, there's a, there's an intensive kind of application process for to be selected to run your own business within Six Figure Student. And if you're able to get selected throughout that process, it's like, you're you're truly like, from what we've seen, you're truly like ready to go into business. And absolutely what's good. the
0: difference between Six Figure Students and Ottawa Lawn Salon?
1: Six Figure Student is the educating plat- uh, uh, platform. Ottawa
0: For Ottawa Lawn Salon?
1: Ottawa Lawn Salon is one of the, it's the business model we've built where we can guarantee success
0: to our students. So what are these students gonna be doing? so some of them so like, if they want to go i'll, I'll put this, it i'll put it this way let make some sense give me real context there so six figure student
1: that go to your incubator shit yeah that's that uh, that basically six figure student is the educating platform okay that's where that's the name of the how we were like the name of the business let's put it that way ottawa lawn salon it's is, like
0: hustlers university you're calling it ottawa it's called six figure students sure let's, sure. let's go like that okay okay
1: Ottawa Lawn Salon is the business that we've built over the years where we've perfected every single system and the model as a whole, where we can give it to the students and teach them on it, where we can guarantee success for the students on the condition that they put in the work. So, are they doing landscaping? Yeah, like or they would, this is. They would, they would be lawn doing lawn care and landscaping.
0: Okay, so it's not like you're educating them to go off and start their own venture and whatever that they want. Exactly. To continue, it's so you're prepping them. So they can go through the franchisee process so they can have a franchise in the Ottawa Lawn Salon. Exactly. Okay. So
1: the goal of the, our program, we don't want, like, unless they want to play a bigger role within Six Figure Student, right? Maybe as a regional manager, maybe as a business coach, we don't want people to stay in Six Figure Student forever. Like, the goal is for you to take the soft skills like sales, marketing, uh, client relationship management, etc., and... Go take those skills, launch your own venture, or go take those skills, kickstart your career off. So is this an online platform? Is this in in, in person? In person. It's in person. So how does this work? So first, uh, I'll take you throughout the, the program.
0: Yeah, give me the program.
1: February, we start. We're going to be having training seminars, et cetera, okay. uh, telling them more about the world of entrepreneurship, helping them set goals in the beginning of the year. Getting the mindset. Exactly. Okay. March is going to be a big focus on sales and marketing. We're going to teach them how to go door to door, how to how you can acquire your leads, et cetera, and how to sell the uh, sell your services, how to sell yourself. By so then, you
0: guys don't provide the leads; they have to get their own leads. No,
1: we we also have a team uh, of like experts that advertise their services. Okay, so but you guys
0: provide leads, but they have to obviously. You want to take initiative; it's your own business. You yeah, to, like they're, they're not going to sit around the, waiting for somebody to call you. The thing
1: to, is, yeah, like we can advertise your services as as much as we can, right? But in the end, door to door is the one where you have control on making your own reality. You can go out there, it's, knock on some doors, and sell whenever you want. And it's because you're it, you're doing it. It's also the one that, by extension, is going to have the cl- highest client volume, and it's going to be the biggest. So, how much way do you guys these.
0: provide out of the clientele? How much? Like, what's the percentage? Twenty percent of their clientele is from you guys. The I, rest is door to door. Thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, ninety nine point nine nine percent kills bacteria like lysol. Like what?
1: That's a good question. Um You don't know those numbers, okay. I I I don't okay. know. I, I if I had to give you a guesstimate, I'm just thinking about it right now because obviously I've run my own business. I would probably say like definitely most of my clients were from door-to-door, but a good like
0: Would you say like 80% of your clients were door-to-door? Yeah, maybe and like 25-75. 20, 20, okay, cool. Something okay. like
1: that. Maybe maybe it's a little bit higher. Okay. But um yeah, man, like most 100% most of my I love clients door-to-door, bro, to be honest with you. I love it too. It's been three years I've been doing it. Um, And in all honesty, if I had to credit my success to one thing, it would be door to door. Like if there was one thing that I had to credit my success for, it would be door to door.
0: You know what? I find there are different breed of salespeople if you can do door to door because it's the most challenging. It is. Because it's all cold. It's all cold leads. Mm -hmm. You have to incubate that cold lead. You have very, very, very short amount of time to captivate Capture their attention and, and actually turn it into something different instead of just yeah. getting the door shut in your face. Exactly. Thick skin. <laughs> I don't know how many times. I don't, man, I've been told to go fuck myself a thousand oh, yeah. times. I've actually, you know what? There was a time, I swear to God, there was literally a guy came out with a shotgun. Dude, <laughs> I swear to God, bro. I got some crazy stories door to door. And the guy that I was with, I'm like, mm. bro, listen, man, let's just go. And he mm. was still trying to pitch a service. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? This guy literally is at gunpoint, bro. He doesn't even give a fuck about buying your service. Why are you still trying to sell it? Did he like, end up that's getting it? it? Hell no. He didn't get <laughs> shit. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> that's a different level of persistence. That's like annoyance. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're an idiot. Yeah, yeah, no. know. But I mean, anyways, door to door, it's crazy how much thick skin you have to have to be able to survive man, that.
1: Door to door is like, it just build, like it builds your character. 100%. From the moment that you knock on a door to the rejection, you get desensitized to the rejection as well helps you like going up with people that you don't know helps you to connect with people on the spot as well, like
0: yeah, yeah you' so think many quickly benefits. on your feet, okay, so yeah, so you go through the mindset phase mm-hmm. you, February, you start the program sales oh. marketing in March okay, Um
1: yeah. April is hiring and setting up for your business uh May to August is like the production high. That's when we start rendering services in May. And we keep selling in uh, May and June. Then it's gonna shift more to a management kind of role in July and August because the window of opportunity dies down a little bit. September, October, it picks up a little bit afterwards as well. And then the season closes down October 31st. And it goes back. So you
0: guys are literally about to close the season. Yeah. Yeah. And then you guys started up February again. It's all subscription based.
1: Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, so we have some students that. Have already been selected. They're gonna be running their businesses with us next year. Nice. Super excited, man. Nice. They're absolute killers, and and I I think they're gonna I, I'm confident they're gonna crush their business.
0: I wish them nothing but the best, man. Yeah. Hopefully you guys, you guys deliver on your end, they deliver on their of end. Of course. It's a successful It has to go that way. way.
1: It's, it's the only way that yeah. this works, right? Because f- full
0: transparency, it's a revenue share model. So we're running out of time. Let me ask you this. Do yeah. you feel is there something else you'd like to try doing or is this something that you foresee yourself doing for the next 10, 15 years?
1: It's definitely something I see myself doing for the next 10 to 15 okay. years. Okay. However, with that being said, of course, there are some things that I have to put into the wealth creation machine. That's what I like to call it. So like investments in properties, et cetera,
0: the income, the multiple income streams.
1: Uh, well, the, saving your money is not, it's not the way to go. It's like you have to invest and I need to learn how to invest. That's for sure. That's, the start and that's what i'm going to be doing over the winter and hope is by next year i'll be uh, having my first property or two
0: hopefully man i wish you nothing but the best man listen we ran out of time Mm -hmm. okay it was a pleasure muhammad ali yes sir i wanted to ask you a couple more things i'm going to ask you this last final question okay okay if you knew what you knew now in the beginning of your journey how much uh, what kind of difference do you think it would have made for you and what would you have done different if I knew everything that
1: I knew now, what would I have done differently?
0: Example, from the mindset, mm. exactly what you're teaching them in the incubator program. If you knew all that and how to run your own business and make your own money, because you're basically creating money out of thin air, let's be very mm-hmm. honest. You're, you're generating a random customer and then it turns into a tangible yeah. funds. If you knew all that, what would you have started different? Would you have been on this endeavor? What would you, what would you leave people with? What would you do? How life would be different if you knew all this when you were working Subway?
1: If I knew everything that I knew now, what would I have done differently was instead of applying for a regular retail job in the beginning, I would have applied for a door-to-door job. I would have started off there Um, because I had to rewire my mentality from an employee mindset to a results-oriented mindset. That's That's the one thing I would have... That's what I would have done differently. I wouldn't have changed my path because in the end, that's who I am. And that's what made me the man I am today. But... If, if someone is, that's watching this behind the screen that's young and that's looking to take their first step into entrepreneurship, maybe you're a young guy or a young girl, Um, I would say I would d- definitely do door-to-door. Door-to-door, is that's where I would have started off. Very
0: interesting, one Yeah. Okay, brother. It was you a too. pleasure. If you guys liked what you guys saw, smash that like button, do subscribe, click that little bell so you can see whenever another video is coming up. It was a pleasure having you, brother. Thank you so much, so, man. I'm, I'm glad to be time. here. Till was- next time. Now, this is your first pod. We popped your cherry
1: onto number two, man. Yes, sir, yes, sir. No, it was uh definitely an interesting experience. I thoroughly enjoyed the conversation we had. Me too, brother. Yeah. Logging out. All right.
0: All right, Mo.